Thanks to Corsa for supporting another mother runner and for making cute, innovative performance running apparel. As you'll hear, Corsa is dedicated to delivering original performance-driven apparel designed for runners by runners. Get $20 off your order at roadrunnersports.com AMR. AMR is a small but mighty business. Every single hire needs to fit just right. That's why we're working with Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com AMR. Offer valid through March 31, 2021. Terms and conditions apply. Listen in. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash AMR. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined today, not by Liz Waterstrott, but Katie Snevice. Hello, Katie. Um, hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm so glad oh, to be here. I'm glad you're here too. So, um, but gosh, I realized I spelled your um, last name wrong in the show notes. I apologize. I left out an A. Well, how in the world could you do that? There is only <laughs> two vowels in my last name. Come on. <laughs> but they appear, but there's, but one of them is repeated twice. So, and I, I forgot the, to repeat it the second time. So <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It was oh, my last name. It's just always, whenever I go into pe- places and people are like, how do you spell that? What's origin? And I'm like, oh my, I don't have time for this. I don't even know the answers to your question. So I make up a different story every time. Right. It was a whole bunch of Scrabble tiles. It was just what was left over. They made up a way to pronounce it. Right. Right. I don't know. I inherited it from my husband. Can I just have my coffee, please? Yes. Or if you're Siri, you say uh, snoo-edges. That's how. Exactly. Dialing mm-hmm. Katie snoo-edges. <laughs> exactly. My, um, when my kids, like my youngest one, when she levels up in a reading program at school, the principal announces all the kids oh. who level up on the loudspeaker. And so Annie wow. was really nervous because she leveled up and she's like, we were all dying laughing. We're like, what do you think he's going to say? Do you think he's going to, a lot of people mumble through it, like Annie, you know, or sometimes <laughs> they try to pronounce it. Um, and I got to give him an A for effort. He tried, but it was like, schnoo And I'm like, <laughs> You know, it's fine. We're a new family and I appreciate his effort, but it's just, it cracks us up because we were all dying laughing about it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, Well, um, I wanted to share a story, tell you, I think we'll have a laugh about it, about how and why I ended up hustling on my Saturday run. Yes. Love Sarah stories. It, it, oh, you're sweet. Uh, It involves my kids. So John and Daphne, my 15-year-old twins go to a musical theater, small cohort, um, uh, musical theater-like thing every Saturday. Camp is the wrong word. A class, I guess, would be the right word. Mm -hmm. And so it goes from 10 to noon. And it is in, it's across the river in Portland. So it's in a different part of town. And rather than like drop them off and then go drive somewhere to run, I thought, oh, I'll drop them off excuse me, drop them off and go running right from there. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go that route that I used to go from my house down to this um, bridge called the Selwood bridge. I'm like, I don't remember how long it is, but I bet it's about eight or nine miles. 
So, so I have no water. I have no gels, nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. So, so I start Which is running. very unlike you. You're usually prepared. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and uh, so I start running. I'm like, wow, it's even further to the river than I thought it was. But I'm like, okay. So I start running. And before I even get to the bridge, my, my Koros hits five miles. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot be late to pick the kids up. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, uh, I remember when I was little, I would have to wait so long for my mother to pick me up. Oh, no. I, I, please. I mean, hours or like, you know, if they just didn't show up, you're like, well, I guess I'm walking home today. I mean, <laughs> right. and I'm six. <laughs> right. I mean, it was not uncommon to have to wait like half an hour. No. Uh-uh. And, and you just, and I'm, you know, so, but no, my kids, if I am literally a minute late, they'll call me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, and also I knew they had, they were going out out to get bagels with their big sister who moved out over the weekend. Um, so like I knew they had important, they had places to be people sure. to see. Yeah. And there's so, not a lot of places to be these days. So right. You had to, you <laughs> had to you. be there for those. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, I better pick up my pace because there was no shortcut back. You know, this is a big loop. And so I was basically at the apex of the loop when I realized that it's going to be too long. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I start picking it up and usually on a long run, my pace is ends up being about 10 and a half minute miles. And so I start dropping it down to just under 10 and I'm like, okay, 954. Okay. 952. And I still was like, oh my gosh. And at one point, Phoebe, my older daughter called me. She was like, mom, where are you? I like, didn't even stop. I'm just talking to her on my, you know, Bluetooth headphones. I'm like, I'm hustling to get back to pick up the twins. They're (laughs) they're in musical theater camp. And so then I realized that I could, you know, uh, Portland is the city of bridges. And so I realized I could turn um, like cross the river back to the west side sooner and kind of I thought based on the curve of the river maybe cut off I don't know a quarter mile something like that Some, just anything helps at this point though <laughs> right 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 yeah. right so but that means going a slight uphill for at least half a mile oh gosh and I'm like okay I gotta do this so the final mile what and this is by that point I'm back in the city I'm not on a bike path or anything and so I there's lights my final mile was 823. Yes. <laughs> it was, and, go. Because it ended up being 11 miles, not eight or nine miles. Goodness, Sarah. <laughs> you were just trying to start your marathon training earlier. And you didn't even know it. <laughs> I know. And so, so, but I had to go past where their class was because we were parked about a half mile away from it. Oh, but meanwhile, when I do get back to the car, I try to act all casual. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like standing by the trunk of the car, drinking some noon, really like, oh yeah, huh? Hi, you guys how you doing how's class <laughs> and, and i'd only gotten back i mean i beat them getting to the car by 40 seconds not even a full minute and so i didn't want to tell daphne because i knew she'd be the one who would get peeved at me so the next day when i'm telling john this story he goes oh yeah daphne mentioned she saw you running by <laughs> <laughs> busted they all yeah. saw you sprinting to the finish but yeah. they didn't want to yeah yeah so um i mean i felt very proud but then you know i have no cool down time so get in the car because i can't say oh i need to cool down for a couple of seconds right. so <laughs> driving home i'm just sweat just rolling down my face of course of course your dad was it what was the weather was it like oh it was um intermittent light rain it was pretty cold my hands were pretty cold definitely okay. Okay. so it was I don't know. It was uh, maybe 40, 42. 
Okay. 40s, maybe mid forties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But there's nothing worse that when you're in the car, you're sweating, but you're oh. also freezing at the same yes. time. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it because you got to get to from point A to point B. Like there's no time to sit and bask in your, <laughs> right. in your sprint to the finish and, or just chill for a minute before you have to move on to the next thing. It is a cruel paradox. How you, after a winter run, you can be so cold yet so mm-hmm. hot at the same time. Oh, it's great. It, it's like mind boggling to me. And it's been, it's gorgeous today in Denver, but last Again. week it was chilly, chilly, chilly. And I was, you know, of course I, I had to run some errands, so I didn't have time to shower right afterwards. And I'm like, mm. I'm going to get hypothermia. I mean, I'm so hot, but I'm freezing and mm-hmm. we lesson learned. We should all set aside a little bit of time to <laughs> do that, but it's not possible as moms. You got places to be. Yep. 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 So I, but at driving home, I thought, well, at least you'll make a good story for the podcast. <laughs> exactly. And, and yes, it did. Well done. Oh my goodness. Well, um, so today's topic is running gear, like what's crucial, why it's made like it is and other behind the scenes details. Our guest is Tracy Cole, a senior product manager for Corsa Roadrunner Sports exclusive apparel line, a marathon runner and a mom of two. Tracy was an apparel designer ASICS before joining Corsa. We'll talk running tops, bottoms, care, and more after this break. Stay with us. I hope you're enjoying this convo with Tracy Cole. Team AMR loves that the genius behind the Corsa collection is a mother runner. As I mentioned, Corsa is sold exclusively by Roadrunner Sports. The line's brand name is Latin for course. Corsa is built to make every runner and aspiring runner feel strong and secure, no matter which course she chooses. Last fall, I got to share Corsa apparel with women in an outdoor photo shoot. Women of various shapes, sizes, and paces got to run, stretch, and model in the cute, functional leggings and tops. They were gaga about the fabrics, the designs, the fit. The pieces flattered every gal at the shoot. See for yourself as we're sharing a bunch of the photos on our Instagram account. The more Corsa items I try, the more I adore the brand. I mentioned some of my favorites in this episode, including the Corsa Infinite High Rise 7-8 printed legging. As Tracy mentioned, it's made from a brush fabric. What she didn't say is how buttery soft the fabric is. Yummy. The fit is super flattering, and I'm in love with the camouflage print. After seeing and feeling my camo pair, my running buddy Trisha got herself some. You need to experience Corsa for yourself, and we have an amazing exclusive offer for our audience. Shop the entire Corsa collection at roadrunnersports.com AMR to get $20 VIP reward cash to spend on your first Corsa apparel purchase, plus a free 90-day trial in the Roadrunner Sports VIP program. Whew, okay, that's a lot to digest, so let me break it down for you. Go to roadrunnersports.com AMR and you get $20 off your first Corsa purchase. Plus, with the VIP program, you automatically get free shipping. Don't delay. Right after listening to this episode, scoot over to roadrunnersports.com AMR to save $20 on your first Corsa apparel purchase. roadrunnersports.com AMR. Another mother runner has been up and running for more than a decade, yet it's still a small business. So when Dimity and I talk to other business owners, we understand where they're coming from and realize that when it comes to hiring, every single hire needs to fit just right. One misstep could impede our forward progress. So that's why I want to talk to you about Indeed. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed Instant Match. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. Get it? Instant Match? So you can do the part that you really need to faster, meeting and hiring great people, rather than having to sift through countless candidates. With Instant Match, you see a list of great candidates right away. 
unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to the Industry Insider Talent Nest. Do you want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com AMR. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com AMR. Indeed.com AMR. Offer valid through March 31, 2021. Terms and conditions apply. Need to unwind after a long day of Zoom calls or overseeing distance learning? Looking for some new self-care ideas? Or maybe you're just looking for a way to get out of a funk and start feeling like yourself again. Reset and reconnect with yourself with Dipsy. As you've heard me detail before on this show, Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're in the moment. I mean, right now, sometimes the only new people and places we can experience are in our minds, so Dipsy takes you there. Find stories about holiday hookups in Mykonos or Portugal, or a conquest with a hot kickboxing instructor. Or maybe a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do, or you roleplay with each other. Dipsy releases new stories every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Dipsy also serves up wellness sessions to help you learn more about yourself, like a seven-part series called Get Grounded with Mark, which takes just three minutes apiece, and several breathwork sessions, one to help calm your mind and body, and one a bit more R-rated called Erotic Breathwork, which I've been eyeing. Because Dipsy isn't just about getting off, sure, it's ideal for that, but the app is much more than that. It can also be transporting or calming. Sometimes it's just the thing I need to reconnect with myself or even learn something new about myself. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com AMR. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash AMR. Dipsystories.com slash AMR. Welcome, Tracy, to Another Mother Runner. We're happy to have you here. Um, we'd love to hear a little bit about your professional background before we dive into our topic. Kind of give us the lay of the land of where you currently work and what you've done in the past and how you arrived to to becoming an amazing designer at Corsa. <laughs> sure. Um, well, I am actually the senior product manager at Roadrunner Sports, and I lead a team of people who actually put the Corsa brand together. Um, and it's been a bit of a long and windy road that led me to where I'm at today. Um, I actually started my career in New York City designing men's clothing, hmm. and um, I studied I studied design in school and uh, was always passionate about the fashion industry. And while I was living in New York, I discovered running. And I spent the next few years trying to figure out how I was going to take my two passions <laughs> for running and for fashion and bring them together. And that's how I landed at Roadrunner Sports. That's like a dream of mine, running in apparel are my two favorite things. So good for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I have a lot of jealous friends. I tell them I do have the best job in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> nice, nice. So, well, all right. Well, how about your running background, Tracy? Um, we know from some photos that you've run several marathons. 
Yes, I actually am a bit of a late bloomer when it comes to running. Um, I started running when I was in about my mid to late 20s. Um, I was just at a place in my life where I was feeling uh, not in the best shape and um, decided to join a gym and just found that going to the gym and dealing with classes and timelines was very challenging. So if I couldn't get to the gym, I'd just go for a run. And, uh, you know, one mile led to two miles, led to more, and I was hooked. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> fell in love with running. I love everything it did for me, uh, both mentally and physically. Um, and I lived in New York City. So, of course, that New York City marathon became, um, you know, a, a light that I wanted to follow. And mm -hmm. um, I ended up, as of today, I've run 13 marathons. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's been a passion of mine for a long time now. Awesome. And when you lived in New York, I have to ask, did you only run the marathon, the New York City Marathon? Uh, no, I've run, I've run five New York City marathons. Because okay, um, I, I find that New Yorkers sometimes act like it's the one and only. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is very special and unique, and it is definitely near and dear to my heart, I will say. But uh -huh. it is not the only. I, I'm a Massachusetts girl, so it, I uh -huh. might be more inclined to say that Boston is the one and only. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> New York is on my bucket list. I used to live in New York, too, and I can't wait to run that marathon someday. Yeah, um, it, it yeah. is pretty incredible. <laughs> Just watching everyone cross the finish line in Central Park. It's super cool. Um, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously one of the reasons why it, you be you are such you're so good at your job and you've arrived at where you are because you can bring your own running experiences into the design process. Can you kind of take mm -hmm. us through how that helps you and, you know, like in terms of fabric choices and features? Right, right. Well, you know, I kind of laugh because I feel like, um, yeah, I do a lot of designing on the road. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that's where we learn, right? You're running along and then you're like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Or this is uncomfortable. Or where am I going to put my goo? <laughs> you know, right. all those questions come up when you're on the road. And, um, you know, I really feel like when it comes to designing, um, it's really starts with like a solution to a problem. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we kind of think about like, what is the runner dealing with? What are they thinking about? Like, we want to try to think about solving their problems before they even knew they had the problem. Right. So um, it really starts there. And then, you know, sometimes design comes next. So we're kind of designing something that's going to solve a problem for them. Or it might be, let's start with the fabric. Like we found this fabulous fabric and we want to bring that to life. And what does the design look like? Mm -hmm. Um, but it really always kind of starts with, you know, how are we going to make that running experience better? Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. We're glad to hear that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so before we get to questions that we called from our Facebook page, you touched upon something that I wanted to bring up that I just, I think about a fair bit. Talk to us about sourcing fabrics and, and which then dictates your designs. I mean, I think some of us go into a, a running store or look online and think like, huh. Why, why these fabrics? Like, uh, and you know, it's not like you can snap your fingers and make ideal fabrics just appear, you know, in these sumptuous mm -hmm. colors and patterns and poof, there they are. 
Mm, yeah, we do a lot of our own development for that very reason, uh, mm. because, you know, we're not finding the fabrics out there. Uh, that is exactly what we're looking for, whether it be the touch and feel of it, the weight of it, um, and, and, and like minuscule uh, amounts of weight or touch make a huge difference when you're talking about apparel that you're going to be running in for, you know, 20 miles, 10 miles, mm -hmm. five miles, whatever it is. I mean, it's, those mm -hmm. little details are critical. And so we do uh, design our own fabrics. Uh, we work with mills um, around the world and, um, you know, we might bring them a swatch or something. We might just describe for them what the, what we're looking for. And um, all of our fabrics are exclusive to us. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's, but that's definitely not true for across the spectrum of the running industry, right? That is correct. That is not everybody is developing their own fabrics. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also feel stretch plays such an integral part of whether a piece is um, really works for me or not. Like if there's too much stretch, it's you know going to sag. If there's not enough, it's going to feel tight and kind of jam in places. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's kind of a personal thing too, right? You know, I think there's, there's people who really want that kind of hug and hold. So they feel like, you know, secure to get that muscle compression. And then there's other people who are kind of feeling like, you know, they want a little bit more breathing room. They want a little bit more, um, you know, comfort, softness. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we make sure that we're thinking about all those things. And so we have, you know, types that offer like the most compression for that real hug and hold and muscle support. And then we mm -hmm. offer others that are a little bit softer, a little bit um, less compression, um, maybe even a little bit less built into it so that you can do your yoga and things that will not have all the trim and details that could disrupt your, your mm -hmm. flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So moving on to the Facebook questions, which um, I divided into categories um, of bras, tops, bottoms, and care, just as a little, Hey, here's what's coming next. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here, here we go with bras, which you know, there's so much to say about sports bra that we've done entire, several entire episodes about them. So, so we won't deal with them a ton, but, um, two mm -hmm. questions that, um, uh, that are kind of in the same vein. One is Amy says, why can't she find a sports bra with padding that is just permanent? She says, removable pads are awful. And that was mm -hmm. followed up by several comments from gals who hate removable pads. Yet then there's Carolyn who says, why can't they make sports bras without the padding? Just one layer of mm -hmm. support fabric. So, so obviously mm -hmm. padding in sports bras is divisive. So, so talk about that, please. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's a great point. Um, you know, they only introduced the removable pads a couple, um, I don't know, a few years ago, I guess. Um, and that was really as a benefit to people because there, there, people were so divided on whether they wanted pads in the bra or whether they didn't want pads in the bra. And so mm -hmm. they started, you know, making the, them removable. They call the pads cookies. <laughs> they mm -hmm. um, removable <laughs> uh, cookies. And um, so it's really interesting to me that there is a lot of complaining about, you know, removing them, trying to get them back in. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I think you are going to definitely see a, a switch back to oh. having the pads sewn back into it um, oh. and then offering a variety of bras so that, you know, customers have the ability to choose whether they want the pads in there or they want them out. Um, I will tell you that this is, this is where we get this great information from our customers and, you know, conversations with you. 
mm-hmm. is, you know, learning what customers are really looking for. So we're in the midst of designing spring 22 right now, and we're actually making some changes uh, based on some of the feedback that we get uh, from customers on this very topic. Hmm. Good. Well, that's good to, good to know that you listen to consumers and take their, uh, you know, concerns and comments into consideration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one last thing about this topic before we move on, because it cracks me up. How in the world do those little pads come out of that tiny hole in the dryer? (laughs) I I mean, honestly, I I wash, and I know you're probably not supposed to dry sports bras, but that's another topic. But I'm like, I I don't understand. It's like a centimeter wide hole and the little pads come out. And then I'm trying to, it just is an enigma to me. I don't understand how that happens. Tell me I'm not the only person that that happens to. Well, I want to know, have you ever gone halfway through the day and realized that you're wearing, that one of your pads is upside down? Yes, yes, yes. Like folded in half and you're probably like people are like what's going on with that situation (laughs) hey i'll I'll give you one little tip i don't know if you already know this but um if the pads come out um put the bra on and then put Uh the pads in it's actually much easier to do um so if you're trying to do it when you're just the bras laying down on the on a table or something it's much harder to get the pads in there but you put it on your body it kind of stretches out the material of the bra and it's easier to put in well, oh. thank you. That is a very good tip. Uh, I, I, also, I, also, <laughs> I also mark mine with Sharpies. Like the first time I take mm-hmm. them out, I put, you know, L and R on them and then an arrow like for this way up. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a very good idea. Yeah. Cause you're right. Some of the cookies are shaped so that they specifically go into uh, the left or the right side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, we're going to keep laughing a little bit because we're going to move on to tops. And this question made us chuckle um, because I have an 11 year old. This is um, kind of front 11 year old girl. At what point are we too old, mature or wise to wear crop tops? I mean, and if we feel we've crossed that fresh threshold, should we give them another try? They are so popular right now. But as a 43 year old, I just don't think that it's appropriate for me to wear a crop top. What, what are your feelings? <laughs> on the topic. (laughs) Listen, I say, if you want to wear it, I say, go for it. Um, you know, we're all about body positivity, but I'll give you a little tip that as the shirts go up in length, Mm -hmm. so did the tights. (laughs) So did the tights. So that way, you know, we designed our crop bra and our tights perfectly so that you just get a little bit of a -a peekaboo. So okay. that way it's a little bit more forgiving to people who don't want to expose, fully expose their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be flattering on many different body types. Okay. Oh, well, we're going to get to that. We have one more top question, but then we get down to the bottoms and it, it's about the, the high cut. One of the questions is about the high cutness. So we will get there. So, um, okay. <laughs> so still kind of talking, perhaps bringing teens into the pictures. Um, you know, we're huge believers in tops cut for women that are sized for women and not teens. But to, mm-hmm. to that, Christy says, um, things that need to happen. Women's cut tops that actually fit women. And she says she mm-hmm. always orders the men's race shirts because they're longer and cut better. Mm-hmm. And, um, I kind of sighed at that because gosh, men's shirts are just so shapeless and formless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Box- so, right. Boxy. There's a good word for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. your thoughts on that, Tracy? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, it's a genuine concern. Um, and I think that, you know, you, we try to balance that because as runners, you don't want a lot of material 
you know, mm-hmm. on your sides as you're trying to run and your arms are going back and forth. You want the clothing to be a little bit closer to the body. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've had a couple of kids, so we always I jokingly call it the tummy test <laughs> um, <laughs> that whenever we're fitting our tops, we make sure that we want that nice curve uh, on the sides. But we also want to make sure that we're leaving a little bit of extra room in, in the tummy area so mm-hmm. that it can be a little bit more flattering and a little bit more of a forgiving fit for many body types. Well, I got to say that um, I just, just right before this, I got a, um, in the mail, uh, a course, a tempo sleeveless and man, it passes the tummy test with flying colors. It, I said, I said to Katie before I, cause I tried it on before I, I was after my shower, I was like, oh, I got to try this on real quick. And oh my gosh, it's like enough you know, it's generous enough that it is just kind of skims things, but it's not baggy and it's a little longer, but it's not too, oh, I can't stand tops that are too long. Mm-hmm. And oh, right. yeah, so that one's uh, that I have not tried a, a tempo sleeveless yet. And I am already like, okay, what other colors does it come in? <laughs> already gets an A plus in the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. And you'll be happy to know that we are just launching our spring 21 line and we have a whole bunch of new <gasps> colors. Ooh, excellent and excellent <laughs> oh i love oh i love oh i love prints so good all right okay okay good that's good to hear so okay we are moving on to bottoms and um it's we the majority of the questions we got are about what we wear on the bottom half while running mm-hmm. so um so i gotta say for starters let's talk nomenclature i was amazed by how many runners on our facebook page call them leggings which to mm-hmm. me or what I lounge in or what, like wear with a tunic dress or something. But when mm-hmm. I run, I either wear capris or if they're seven eighths or longer, I call them tights. But mm-hmm. I did, I did notice a lot of courses stuff is called leggings. Like, so what should we be calling these things? <laughs> it's so funny because when we were putting the line together, this was such an argument amongst our team. <laughs> I bet. I bet. We literally went on every website you can imagine to see what everybody was calling them because there's no hard and fast rules. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Sarah, I'm with you. To me, a legging, it's that more kind of loungy, maybe it's mm-hmm. yoga. It's that more kind of relaxed than tights was, you know, more performance, more fitted. Yep. yep. Um, and then within tights, there was different lengths. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we we do use that term um, either way, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I think leggings is more casual, and tights is more performance. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the um, but we're definitely uh, we're definitely recognizing all the the, the crop length that you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. That's huge right now. That seems to be uh, the big length that everybody's gravitating to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there were also some really some other big hot button issues and bottoms that we noticed um, when we asked the questions on our Facebook page, starting with drawstrings, which I know you know people either love them or hate them. Several women, including Brandy, asked, where have the drawstring options gone? It seemed like most offerings now involve the white elastic panel over the belly with no way to tighten it. I have little confidence that the hug of that elasticity will continue to fit perfectly for the number of years I plan to wear them and want to be able to cinch them tighter, especially in the cold. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I I can tell you that the drawstrings have not gone away for Corsa. Um, That's a really critical... um, feature that we offer in all of our tights. Okay. Um, 
Now, I think a lot of people might be removing them just because um, the fabrics have gotten more compressive. And so Mm -hmm. they're probably not quite as critical as they used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other thing that we're doing differently is we're uh, we're doing what's called an infinity draw cord. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. rather than being cut with two strings, it's just like one uh, continuous circle and you so it lays flat on your stomach because mm-hmm. that can be really annoying right I mean you have to tie the uh, drawstring and then tuck it into your shorts and you kind of have this big bump uh, you look right like you stomach. got an Audi belly button yeah 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 no one needs <laughs> extra fabric right there yeah. no disrespect to people who do have Audi belly buttons but <laughs> <laughs> I have other stomach issues but that's not one of them uh. yeah yeah <laughs> I love the infinity um, but- drawstring I think that one's great Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do too. And I rarely, I, I rarely do use the, the um, draw cord. So it's just, it's a nice feature just to have if you need it. But if you don't need to use it, you'd never even know it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice peace of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I have to say, you know, I was the, um, when I got the um, infinite high rise seven eighth printed legging that mm-hmm. it, it, it did not have an infinity or, you know, draw cord. And I was like, mm, this is, mm, I'm not so sure about this, but I'd heard from a couple mm-hmm. other gals. They're like, Oh no, no, no. It totally stays in place. And so I wore it on a run in my neighborhood so that if I had to, I could go home <laughs> and change my pants mm-hmm. and Oh my gosh, it doesn't move. Like, and right. the, the 11 mile run that I uh, mentioned in the intro, I wore them for that. And I mean, they just stayed, they're bulletproof. They're awesome. And just, I, I, like I said, I love printed things. And so Mm -hmm. the camo print is so cute. So cute. Oh yeah. I love that. That is adorable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, all right. So another topic that got the ladies talking, and this is something Mm -hmm. you've alluded to already, Tracy, is the whole high rise thing. And so Stacy says, why is everything high rise now? When is the mid-rise tight going to come back around? Um, she says she can't breathe in high-rise tights. And Susan agrees. She said she also agrees on the high-rise tights. She said, my middle is lovely, but feels totally squeezed by the high-rise. And I feel like I'm back in the 90s. <laughs> that made me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all I can say is uh, amen to that one, because I personally am not a fan of high-rise either. Uh Um, But when it comes to rise, it's really, it's trend driven. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just trending right now to have high rise. And and again, as I mentioned earlier, as as tops become more cropped, you'll notice that the, that the, uh, the waistbands go up because, Mm -hmm. you know, you need a little bit more coverage um, when you're wearing these shorter tops. Um, mm-hmm. I'm already seeing the trend come back where we're going to go back to mid-rise. Um, oh, so you're going to be seeing that as early as spring 22. Um, mm-hmm. We'll start introducing, we're going to put together a, a whole kind of collection of new tights and um, calling out, you know, we're going to maintain high-rise for some people, but we're going to offer more options uh, mm-hmm. for the, our mid-rise customers. Tracy, it sounds like you get outvoted somewhat by your team because here you like the term tights instead of leggings. You like <laughs> mid-rise instead of high-rise. Like, <laughs> I think you have to start asserting your dominance. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. You know, there's lots of different types of runners. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we really believe on our team, we have a lot of different type of athletes and different types of people. And so it's really collaborative. We, we think a lot about what the different needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and as our line grows, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to offer more choices to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, moving from the cut to fabrics, which is always a fun topic. Stacy says, you know, related, why is everything slippery material now? I can't find a soft tight anywhere. And my running belt just slides right up to my chest with all the slick <laughs> material, which is so annoying. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Where can I find a nice mid-rise running tight that feels like cotton, but is not actually cotton? And then Rachel chimes in, agree on the trend. I see ads for fabric that look like patent leather or wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll tell you the the whole um, shiny fabric. I've been seeing liquid fabrics. Um, oh. That's very on trend right now. You're going to see a lot of it um, from the fashion brands. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, we stay rooted in performance. And so, you know, we're not going to follow every like wild trend that's out there. You know, we're focused on developing performance products, stuff that you can really trust and train in every day. Um, Our infinity uh, tights are brushed, uh, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, but we also have a performance um, tech crop legging that Mm -hmm. also has a little bit of a brush finish. It's not super brush so that it has a warm feeling, but it's just got a little bit of texture to it so that it would actually hold your belt in place and mm-hmm. wouldn't ride up on you so much. So um, we definitely do ha- offer those options. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't worn a, um, cause I wear a, you know, hydration belt, but I haven't worn one since I guess last spring. And I had really forgotten about that phenomenon until Katie started reading that question. I'm like, ah, oh, I hate it when that happens, man. That is just like, <laughs> so you know I what, push- yeah. what, yeah. what were we going to say, Katie? I was going to say, you know, what's really pathetic is I <laughs> don't laugh, but I run a belt. I wear a belt when I'm walking my dog, Charlie, because I have like my phone and my headphones and I have poop bags and I'm like, I, I can't hold all this stuff. So I'm not even running when I'm wearing the belt, I'm walking him and it still jiggles <laughs> up and down and drives me a little nuts. So it's good to know that there are options. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if I ever, you know, train for a long race again, I'll wear one again, but I haven't done it for running, but I, I get it. It's just, there's just nothing when you're like in your groove and you're in the zone and you're running. And then this thing is like bouncing up to your boobs and down, you need mm-hmm. something to hold it in place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so Christy didn't exactly have a question. She said, just general talk. She says no legging purchased by me, unless it has all three of the following pockets, squat proof and a gusset. She says there's mm-hmm. no compromise here. So Tracy, you got to talk about the gusset of a garment because I did notice that you all not only um, uh, do a nice, um, you know, you don't have just four seams meeting at the crotch, which is the worst, but you also do right. have a little um, a little crotch liner or something. I'm mm-hmm. not, not using the right term, but so, so talk about <laughs> gussets for a moment. Talk crotches, Tracy, come on. <laughs> can we do a definition oh of what a gusset is first too can we what do a definition of what a gusset is first too <laughs> can we hyperlink on gusset yeah exactly <laughs> well it, it's certain it's that piece that you know meets right at the crotch so there there's not going to be any abrasion if you have all those four seams meet at once it's going to cause abrasion right at the most uh uncomfortable place you can possibly imagine as you're running so yeah. we do put this sort of diamond shape kind of triangular shaped uh piece of material um mm-hmm. and it's antimicrobial so oh, uh-huh. you'll oh, see okay. that we do change the fabric we change the finish on yeah. that piece so that um not only is it a much smoother and softer to uh to the touch but it's also antimicrobial so there will be no um unpleasant smell um mm-hmm. 
while you're running. Right. That's good. <laughs> but I, I have to say, I loved your, um, I loved your reference to, you know, or Christy's reference to uh, squat proof <laughs> kind of made me <laughs> giggle thinking about, um, you know, the, the text that I would get some mornings from my team saying, wear the brightest underwear you have today. And I know exactly what that means. That means that we're going to be trying on tights and bending over for each other and seeing if we can see each other's underwear through the tights. <laughs> and uh, we do that with everything to make sure that there is no grin through and no see through on our tights. <laughs> no grin through. Oh my gosh. You're saying <laughs> that having your butt crack smile at people, aren't you? <laughs> well, well, uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, but that's the kind of testing that we need, right? Yeah. yeah. I have, absolutely. have men and women on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Say that again. Do you have men and women on your team? Uh, we have mostly uh, women. We do have one gentleman on our team. Um, okay. And yeah, we do all <laughs> of these testing right in front of them. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. also funny because when I, when I pulled this question on Facebook, I had no idea what she meant by squat proof. I'm like, maybe it means like when you squat down that they come back up with you, that they don't start to fall down. I'm like, I'll just put it in. Maybe somebody will understand what it means. So. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe she was talking about the recovery of the fabric. I'm not sure, but I, yeah, I, I yeah. took it to mean the grand through. So <laughs> that's your interpretation. Yeah. Covering all bases, literally. Um, mm-hmm. So Samantha says, I always want reflective running gear. And I just feel like the little detail on the ankles is not substantial enough. Is it expensive mm-hmm. technology to incorporate more of it? Like why don't all running bottoms have it? That's a great question, Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you that reflectivity is actually one of the more expensive uh, features on a garment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we ended up developing um, a grouping called our cadence run tops and specifically for reflectivity. And the frustration that I was having is most brands, when they do reflectivity, they do these bright neon colors and, you know, I'm not going to run in a reflective top and then have to like rewash this top every time I want to go for a run in the dark. I want to trust that all of my clothing is reflective. So we designed this line um, where we just put little reflective dots on the whole front of the garment. And so you don't even really notice that the dots are there. It just looks like a little design treatment, but when the lights hit it on a car, when you're out uh, running, they light up. So it's a great little, um, a great little detail that we offer on all our run tops. And um, again, kind of that figuring out a solution to the problem. We want to be seen Mm -hmm. all the time, not just, you know, on selected days. Of course. It's it's funny because when I got one of the sleeveless, one of those sleeveless tops, remind me the name of that um, style of like. The one that you liked earlier, the tempo? No, that one doesn't. The cadence. The cadence. Yeah. The the cadence cadence is what has it. Yeah. And so when I got it, so it's, it's too chilly here in Portland to run in a sleeveless top right now, but I'm like, 
I don't know whether that's just a design like a, to make it look cute or whether that's reflective. So I have a, a small walk-in closet. So I go in there with uh, <laughs> the lights are off in the room and I go in there with my iPhone, turn on the flashlight and hold it up. I'm like, well, look at that. It's reflective. <laughs> I could have read your website, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to try awesome. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a big one. And I, I definitely feel for Suzanne when asking this question, how do you keep running shorts from writing up between your legs? I mean, God bless. That's mm. gotta be one of the million dollar questions that you guys have to try to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely uh, a challenge that a lot of us face. Um, you know, there's a couple things. First of all, we are definitely uh, offering a longer length. So, mm-hmm. you know, your typical run short is like a three inch, um, you know, your classic running short is like a three inch inseam. We started introducing five inch and seven inch, and those are doing extremely well. I mean, our customers were just screaming out for um, longer lengths. So our embrace run shorts come in three, five and seven inch. Mm -hmm, Um, That's going to help a little bit with, you know, the riding up and the potential chafing. The Mm -hmm. other thing that I recommend is a two in one short. Uh, mm-hmm. We have one called the Legacy, and um, that is like a um, a compression inner short built into it. So that mm-hmm. way, even if the outer liner kind of rides up a little bit, you're still going to have that compression short underneath that's kind of um, staying in place. So you won't get that chafing between the legs. Okay. I just try, um, I tried out the compression shorts that you guys have, just the straight up compression shorts on a bike ride mm-hmm. the other day, and they were phenomenal. I mean, they were incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really enjoyed them. I can't wait to run in them. They were just, just a great option for biking and running. So. Oh, good. Good. On one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the one, uh, the hypnotic with the side pocket. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I can yeah. shove the poop bags in the side pocket for my dog. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not to wear the belt. It solves a lot of problems. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that little pocket I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing the leggings right now. That little pocket for my cell phone has changed my life. <laughs> oh, of course. I just yes. absolutely love having that, um, that pocket there. Mm-hmm. Pockets are a must for mother runners. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right. So let's move on to our final topic of um, care. So, you know, it's one thing to find the perfect running piece, but then you got to take care of it properly. So, so mm-hmm. Michelle, Michelle asked, what's the best way to clean your running clothes? Should you wash your leggings after every use? Well, that's a definite yes. Um, mm. I think you should wash your leggings after every use. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are ways that you can wash your clothing to extend the life of it. Um, mm. You want to wash your clothing in cold water. Uh, and tumble dry it in low, or you can hang it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other tip that I have for you is do not use fabric softener mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. fabric softener can take off any potential finishes, whether there's a little bit of water repellency or whether there's antimicrobial that can actually remove some of those um, features. Um, but with all that said, I have to tell you that I am the worst when it comes to laundry. If I can't just throw it in the washing machine and the dryer, then I'm, it's not going to work for me. So I actually am the one in the building who does all the wash testing because (laughs) I am pretty tough on the clothes. And I'm like, if it can't hold up to my washing, then it's not going to be good enough. (laughs) So, um, but if you really do want to extend the life of, of your clothing, you really should wash in cold and tumble low. Mm-hmm. 
So, so, but why going back to, you know, when you, you almost laughed at me thinking that you, someone wouldn't wash their leggings or capris or tights as I would call them after everywhere. But I mean, I, you know, I'm all about, you know, hugging that earth of ours and, and not washing things too often. So, so mm-hmm. why should, why should I be, wa- and I sweat a lot. Um, and I yeah. live in port, I live in Portland. So things don't air dry as I run. Um, so, but why should I be washing my bottoms after every use? I think you just answered your own question. Because <laughs> I smell bad? I mean, Because you're sweaty and they don't dry out. <laughs> but I hang them to dry in my in that small walk-in closet of mine. <laughs> I think that you could potentially air dry them and probably be okay. I think it's, it's just a matter of how fresh they're feeling after that you can decide whether you can stand to go uh, skip a wash here and there. I mean, you said you have antimicrobial crotches, so, you know, it, it's theoretically cutting the stench. So, Oh my gosh. I mean, if your kids and your husband are moving away from you at the dinner table, maybe it's time to wash the leggings. Just saying. Yeah. I can assure you if it's my husband or my son, I'm washing their clothes immediately after or any workout they're doing. I, of course, don't sweat or smell, I'm sure, but no. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Well, this is kind of, you know, in the same vein, what is the deal with drying workout gear and the dryer? I'm with you, Tracy. Like I throw everything. (laughs) I kind of mm -hmm. separate out the colors, but I just, we have a lot of laundry, so I just have to get it done and I have to get it done quickly. Um, Is it truly a no-go rule as a rule or just for certain fabrics? Um, you know, it, it, it kind of depends on the fabric. Uh, as okay. soon as you have, if it's like a compression and it has uh, spandex or, you know, it, it's going to, those materials tend to break down a little bit easier with heat. So you do want to be a little bit more careful when you're talking about your bras, you're talking about your compression garments. Um, you want to be careful that you're not drying them in a high heat. Um, okay. Because that it will break down the material a little bit. Um, like I said, I do, you know, I throw them mm-hmm. in the dryer at a high temperature and, um, <laughs> I, they're, they're still, uh, surviving. I haven't really had a pair of the fall apart on me. So mm-hmm. yeah. Do it, do as you say, not as you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like I tell my kids. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, it was fun talking with you, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. All right. Well, if you love listening to the AMR podcast, I hope you do. Um, Show us some love and hit the subscribe button. Uh, All this month in February of 2021, never know when people are listening to our show, um, you can be entered to win a $50 gift card to our Mother Runner store. And the way you enter to do that is you subscribe to the Another Mother Runner podcast, you post a screenshot in your Instagram story or on your um, Instagram feed, and you tag at the Mother Runner. You do this between February 1st and 28th. And hey, if you are already subscribed, thank you very much. You can still enter. Just post your screenshot to show us. And a new winner will be announced every Friday in February. And I'll give you a shout out on the following week's podcast. Um, So, and you only have to post once during the month to be entered in each week's random drawing. 
And if you need to, um, some help learning how to subscribe, well, one, you could Google it. Um, two, you could also head over to our story for instructions. We'll be posting those a couple of times. Um, I mean, it's pretty intuitive. Um, a lot of times you just press the subscribe button in whatever podcast app you are using. Um, if you got a teenager in your house, hand your phone to them. They'll be able to figure it out if they're anything like my kids. So we really appreciate it. Again, um, subscribe to the AMR podcast. Um, post a picture on your Instagram story and tag at the mother runner for a chance to win a weekly $50 gift card. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures, who I might mention just got engaged to his wonderful girlfriend. Um, got engaged a week ago. Very excited. Augie is in the running to be the ring bearer. Um, many happy miles. Happy miles.